Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Yes. Driving home high. So we had been previously discussing driving home drunk, which none of us have done in Shalah, knock on wood. Oh, uh, no, that's right. Uh, well, none of us have done it. That's false. None we of us have done cool it. cool kids. Uh, home false. Drunk. Nope, false. None of us have done it. And, um, but I, I happen to chime in with, I've driven high before. So what that, so driving high, which I didn't quite realize how high I was and what it was doing to me. So, <laughs> Um, I was in like, I was driving home from West Georgia. I don't live in Carrollton. So I was driving away from there. <laughs> and um, it's like a 20 mile stretch from like where I lived. And then it's like a right turn. And then I'm going for another 20 miles and it's another left turn. So it's like a lot of str- like long stretches of road, right? A lot of, uh, you know, basically a recipe for complacency, uh, which uh, driving uh, this way, Hi, I was listening to, I believe, Daughters, their album, uh, which is a very heavy uh, metal album. And I was rocking my cock out. And then I um, had a uh, so it's like, you know, I'm listening to this uh, music really into it. And and then I have this moment of clarity where I, where I realize I don't know where I am. <laughs> I'm looking I, I, I'm like on this stretch of highway. There's nothing around me. It's pitch black, like there's no moon out or anything like that. And I have probably a near anxiety attack because I realize <laughs> I don't know where I am. And also, uh, how long have I been here? <laughs> how long have I been going the wrong way? You pull into like the there's like a one gas station with like a, a flickering light. And you pull in in the gas station and it comes out. He's got a straw hat on over the wall drive. You go, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I happen to be lost. Do you know um, where I am? I, like where in Georgia I am currently? And he's just like, my Georgia. That hasn't been a Georgia here in 30 years. <laughs> no, this is the uh, new republic, son. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And I pull out and then I like just do like a loop. I just come right back into the, to the gas station. The gas yeah. station. And he's dead. Um, yeah. Um, so I have this moment and then I sort of have like a, like a, yes, near like panic uh, moment. And then I just pull up my phone and check like maps. Right. And it's like, I am, I have missed my turn by probably like 15 miles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. I had not noticed because it's just one unbroken stretch of road. There's there's no lights. Yeah, either. let's put it's this not, into context. It's rural southwest Georgia. Yes. Middle middle west Georgia. And very yeah. dark. Not a streetlight in sight. Yeah. You're you're blazed out of your mind. Yes. And so in your head, you're just every road is the exact same as the last. Yes. And the thing is, is that that um so like the turn the way I usually gauge it, right? Because even when I'm not high, it's kind of like uh, I have landmarks, and one of them is a gas station. There's a gas station at that turn. <laughs> of course, there is. But it was closed, so there's no lights on. There's nothing to indicate that there's a gas station there. So again, I blew right past it, and I realized, like with maps, I said at home, it was faster for me to get home to just keep driving this way. <laughs> I I had missed the mark by so much that I basically just kept driving until I hit Rome, Georgia. And then from Rome, 
I drove like, so like I did, instead of doing like a, you know, like, uh, you know, going that way, turning right and then going straight towards my house, I did a big fucking loop around where I just visited all the hot spots of rural <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, let's, uh, let's basically, I'm surprised you didn't end up in like South Carolina the way you were going yeah. or Alabama. <laughs> but I, I sometimes think like how long would I have kept going if say I said like, oh, that album was really good. I'm going to listen to it again. Some uh, say he's still driving to this day. Yeah. Which to me, the worst um there's a movie like that called uh, If Last you just Drive. listen out on the highway late at night on a midnight, you can just hear Cole driving down. I'm gay. Well, so Cole, I remember in high school there was this movie that you showed me Last and Wesley yeah. where the family they're going to grandma's house or going from grandma's house or going to They're grandma's. driving somewhere. It is They're really- driving down <laughs> what could be a West Georgia road. Yes, just They're four, driving yeah. down and pl- spoiler alert they end all of them end up dying except for one or they they well, all die well the, the the movie is they're driving and they're on the stretch of road that's surrounded by uh, woodland it's dark again so yes it could be a road in uh in rural georgia and they're just keep they're just it's an endless road they're keep they're going my going, we should have been there by now exactly this yeah. wasn't made in the 50s by the way yeah they're just <laughs> and they're starring the great uh, ray wise great actor um and they're sort of constantly met by spirits and and other uh ghouls and all these other things and at the end it's revealed that this has been an allegory the the um the family has all died in a car crash except for one uh the uh, daughter i believe um which for me um if sort of the afterlife is something like that of driving down one stretch of road forever uh, no, thank you. Because that's re kill yourself. Yes, I would re. I would. Be, I would commit. It's like this is purgatory. Just do this for ten thousand years. You'll go to heaven. I'm like, just put me in hell right well, now. Isn't like, the isn't the idea of purgatory, which is like perpetual boredom almost, or perpetual? Yeah. Uh, is it, well, so if heaven's the idea of like basking in God's light or whatever, right? Because God's like all of goodness, so you're basking in goodness all the time, and then hell is like. You know, there's some, I guess there's some theologists who believe hell is like essentially the absence of that. So instead of like this, yeah, you're removed from God's presence, evil, it's literally like hell is no, it's like nothing. It's like no goodness, no evil, no whatever. It's like lethargy. So I guess like purgatory, if you're like going to talk about purgatory, I guess, you know, if you talk about hell is evil, then purgatory is like neutral kind of Mm -hmm. nothingness, right? It's like, oh, what we're fucking experiencing now. Yeah. I think in, in living with depressions, basically. And like Dante's Inferno, like he, like in, like when he visits purgatory, it's like, which is like in his mind, it was like all these sort of great, uh, great, great Greek, uh, like he meets, like, I think Aristotle and Plato and all that's that. wrong. All these they're other people hell. down there, which I guess in his mind, it's no, like, they're in hell. They're on the first circle. Of hell. They're, it's called the virtuous pagans is what the first is circle. It? Yeah. Okay. So the first circle that, of hell wrong, is yeah. like, they can't go to heaven because they weren't born when Jesus was, but like they were good people before Jesus. Okay. So like all the people who were born before Jesus redeemed everybody. They're going to, what's going to happen is Jesus is when during the judgment day, Jesus is going to go down through purgatory and he's basically going to go like, or I guess the opposite way. He's going to go from heaven somehow to the final circle of hell and like defeat Satan or whatever, one on one combat UFC in the octagon. Yeah, and he's going to go all the way through hell, 
He's going to get all the virtuous pagans and bring them to heaven. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I thought you were making a joke, like, because they're pedophiles. Uh, and in Dante's mind, uh, being a pedophile is, is, like, less worse than, like, not knowing Jesus existed or about that. Anyway, yeah. I've not read the, the poem, so thank you for My favorite me. story or depiction of hell, which actually you told me in middle in high school from, I believe it's a Stephen King short story. Yes, yes. Um, Go ahead and tell us that one, because that one, the way you explained it to me at the time, I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, this is what hell I think would be like. Yeah, it's um the title of it, it's like, I think it's from, uh, what? which I think is from everything's eventual his uh, one of his collections of short stories. Um, it's called like that French word, um, uh, like basically referring to, de- to deja vu. Um, and it's uh, like, basically it's a woman in her and not her husband. It's a man. She's left her husband for, I believe. Um, and they are uh, like, it, it's like set through like the, it's like the first day of like, maybe it is her husband. And it's their, their honeymoon. I think, yes, it's like the first day of their honeymoon. And she's cheated on him or done something uh, along those lines. Um, and so you see, like, her guilt and all these things coming through. And she's, um, like, calling back to, like, her childhood of growing up in a Catholic school where, like, these nuns were saying, like, you know, one billion years is just one tick of the clock in hell, right? Um, and all these things, all these, all this guilt, all this stuff coming out, right? Mm-hmm. And she's experiencing all of it. And then it's like the moment happens, they get in a car crash and they're dead, right? And then snap back, she's there again. And so she goes through all the day, the the whole day again, all the trials, all the tribulations. She experiences it, it all as it was newly happening to her. Yeah. But she has some sense that she's been here before. Oh. That's why she's like saying deja vu. She's oh. like, and 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 sort of like she knows what's going to happen but she can do nothing to stop it Mm -hmm. yeah and she also can't stop experiencing these feelings the the Mm -hmm. terror the the angst the anxiety the the guilt she has so she's just experiencing all over again so like the cat sorry to cut you off matt but the the casual viewer might make the mistake of saying oh you just told me groundhog day yeah but the difference between that story the stephen king story and groundhog day is groundhog day uh, Bill Murray has agency. He can yes. change things. Yeah. He can affect outcomes. And he feels, even within the repetitive nature, he feels like, oh, I have control. I can change it. In this story, she, like you said, is experiencing each day. The reader knows it's nothing new. It's happened a million times before and will happen a million times in infinity again. Yeah. But to her, it's happening over and over and over. So it's, it's almost that the dread there's more dread in the reader's mind yeah than her she can't affect the outcome because she doesn't know what happened before but the reader is like holy shit this is happening over and over so it's interesting that in this hell of hers or Mm -hmm. it it could be purgatory we don't know Mm -hmm. but in this hellscape of hers afterlife she doesn't even she doesn't even have the own her own agency to remember to affect it or to be redeemed because yeah. like it's not, it's never gonna happen. You can't change anything. And, and she, it seems to me like, um, not to go like philosophy fag or whatever, but it seems to me like she kind of <laughs> never go full, full <laughs> philosophy. Yeah. yeah um, it, it seems like Socrates, like he talks about whether it's it's a better to be a, um, unjustly punished righteous man, or a justly punished non righteous man, right? Like it, essentially, it, it's like. If a guy 
it lives a righteous life and then he gets accused of a crime and he gets like tortured and killed. Is it better to be that man or is it better to be a guy who lies, cheats, steals, lives this like unrighteous life, but he becomes like a king, right? He lives, he has like all the wives in the world. He's got gold. Like he, he never has anything. And he says that essentially it's better to be the just man who gets punished because, um, it, it's worse to have this to live with this guilt essentially right like it's it's a worse like fate to live with guilt and not being punished because everybody who does something like unjust is like expecting some sort of like punishment even like a person who doesn't think they expect some sort of punishment they are um they kind of it's kind of like a, a person who who returns to the scene of the crime right it's like a guy who or like a, a person who who commits the perfect crime and leaves like clues for the the police to follow, it's uh, they want to get caught because they want that catharsis mm-hmm. of being punished essentially. Um, so he said that the guy who did nothing wrong but still faces faces like punishment is better to be him because like he uh, he's just like he he realizes that he's just. Which I mean I disagree with or what like I'm not really yeah. agreeing or disagreeing, but like. Um, yeah, it seems like the story kind of explores that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was looking at the specific name of the the story, which was uh, that it's uh, called that feeling you can only really describe it in French. So that, that that's the name of it. Deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, just scrolling through, it's like yeah, like she's um, like she is feeling basically a constant sense of deja vu, and um, it's caught co- it causes her like untold like anxiety right because yeah. every time she rolls up she's like i feel something i've been here before i know something's wrong but i can't do anything about so, it so yeah. um obviously i think almost everybody experiences deja vu i feel like i have deja vu on a fairly regular basis do you guys mm-hmm. feel that too yeah i think it might be depression too like i think deja yeah. vu might be linked to depression too because i mean like most people don't talk about this and i've seen you like talk about this before josh like on twitter or something it's like most people don't talk about like the memory lapses and stuff that happen with depression. Like mm-hmm. the, the there, there's a lot of like, um, it's, I don't want to say lost time cause it doesn't feel right. It's not like you lose time, but there's a lot of like, why the fuck can't I remember this? Why am I so stupid? So right the now? first, yeah. the first time when during my depression where I realized that it wasn't just, um, I wasn't just tired. Mm-hmm. It was, I wasn't able to focus anymore. Yes was at Pizza Hut, like forgetting, like people would call and then immediately after they said something, I'm so dissociated, so not in the moment that I forget instantly. And this isn't like just, you know, oh, I forget people's names. It's like, I forget everything they just said. And that it's time like, is gone. It's a clean wipe. I've so, like, you know, when you're driving, you forget Sometimes you're so zoned out, you forget where you're driving and you forget, oh, like I, I've still driven, but I, I somehow ended up at my destination, but I don't remember how I yeah, got there. Yeah, I know, all the time. Yeah. It's like that, but your life. So it's like doing tasks and stuff too. Yeah, just doing monotonous tasks where you zone out so much to another level. And so deja vu, I remember like there's, there's moments where. It, I feel almost paralyzed because I'm like, there's no way this is happening for the first time. Like, yeah. in my mind, it feels that this exact thing has happened, whether it, it and usually for me, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but it, 
It's like, oh, I dreamed of this, and yes. somehow my prophecy yeah. is coming Interesting. to 100%. That happens to me like, all oh, the time. Like, oh, I'm a fucking god that, now. I could predict the future this, of my dreams. Yeah. This happens to me all the time, but most of the time, this is what's really weird about it. Most of the time, it culminates in my death, where I think that I'm fixing to die. We're like because, because you pre- somehow predicted predicted my, the moment you're predicting your own death. That. Yeah, so like I'll but like literally what will happen I'm is in this I'll, Chuck E. Cheese ball pit for the hundredth time. <laughs> I'll have this <laughs> I'm so finally suffocated. I'll have Chuck this. E. I'll have a dream or something, right? Or I think I've dreamt this before, and I'm like, I'll I'll be there, and I'll just like stop, and I'll be like, hold on, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, and then this is gonna happen, mm-hmm. and it happens, right? Because yeah. it's just that feeling of deja vu, and I'm like. And I'm going to die. Like, this is, I'm like, this is the, this is the fucking moment of my death. And it's like, fuck. This Damn. Is- so I thought I was having a bad time. There. <laughs> yeah. It happens um, all the time, brother. Yeah. No, I've, it's never been my death, but it is impending. I get what you're saying because it's a, a sense of impending doom. Yeah. Which is also you're like, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> which what is also what they say happens when you are about to have a heart attack. Oh. Or big catastrophic like things, your or body. A panic attack. <laughs> so the, you know, there's the idea that like our bodies know what's going on before we do. Like yeah. there's there's uh you know scientists have shown we don't have free will because our brain waves click in before we even register what's happening. Uh-huh. Um, that was after the scientists like beat off at a fucking McDonald's place. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have free will. <laughs> I'm gonna My neurons are firing by themselves. Yeah, I know why I'm a pedophile. I don't have free will. I the science is there res- to prove it. I can't be held responsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh God, where was I going with this? Um, <laughs> no, that's where you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I am a pedophile. This is my coming out moment. Moment. Right. Um, you have to respect my decision. Well, Josh, the cops are outside. And <laughs> we don't, we Why don't you have a seat? I'm Chris Hansen. We don't respect your decisions. <laughs> we never have. Uh, I was saying something about impending impending doom. doom yeah, the impending doom of a gun girl discourse <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. We're gonna. I was yeah, that's to a say, quick pivot there. <laughs> good, good save, Matt. Good save, Matt. I was Let's gonna say, speaking this. of hell, um, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter discourse. How about Twitter? Oh, it's funny because at my new job. Um, uh, it's it's a social media temp job, and so they're going through like, okay, this is our Instagram channel. Here's you PMC, the- you professional managerial <laughs> class. How can you talk yes, about leftist me politics? Making fifteen dollars an hour as a temp. <laughs> is, uh, I'm now part of the professional managerial class. Uh, my opinion should be disregarded entirely. I'm not in the proletariat. Yeah, no, unfortunately, sorry. We we've decided, as a grad student from the most racist country on the planet, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, decided, Australia. Yes, Australia. <laughs> uh, Australians shouldn't have access to the internet. Anyway, go ahead. Or education, for that matter. Because look what they've done with it. Yeah, look exactly. Savage, truly savage. <laughs> um, savage people, disgusting. No, uh, yeah. So they were describing. They're like. Yeah, Instagram's great because you can hide comments without deleting them or same with Facebook. Like if there's a problematic, they didn't say problematic, but if there's a comment that like is not brand friendly, you can hide it, but still respond to it. Like not brand friendly. Like that, that just, can I say the elf? No. No, 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 no. no. Don't. No. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Not Uh, referring to the movie. The seasonal company. We can say seasonal. Uh, The company starring Will Ferrell. Um, Scott, just like <laughs> Josh, don't forget to edit all this out. Yeah, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut this. Um, uh, blank is the. I, 
I don't even know where I was going. He's like, fuck. Fuck. I fucked this up. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'll get back to what I was saying before I was cut off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. I have gasoline. Um, No, so then they get to Twitter and their tone instantly changes because they're like, Twitter if, if people say that people will say the nastiest shit and you can't do anything about it, it rocks, and it's yeah. like I'm, I'm like yes because Twitter is like an abyss. I don't know why we're on there. It's I don't so know good. why. I love Twitter so much, dude. But it truly is hell on earth Fucking in rocks. a social. If like say what you want about TikTok, say what you want about Instagram. Like yes, there are toxic Facebook groups. Twitter is nothing but dis- a pit of despair. It's beautiful. And that's why we're going to get into it right now. It's fucking. It's right. the only. Before, it's the last bastion of free speech on the internet. True. Parlor. Thank uh, you, Joe Rogan. Yes, you're Exclusive welcome. Exclusive on Spotify. Before we uh, before we get into it, uh, I was going to say the, the Philip Seymour Hold on, Matt. Often. I'm going to cut you off, <laughs> ramble, and then not finish my thought. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. The Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, bit, right? I, I didn't know what most of those like come from. Like, the, I'm fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, um, where, where he's like, I'm going to fuck her. I'm going to fuck her and I'm going to fuck you. I was yeah. like, where's that come from? Right? Which is a great bit. Yeah, I was like on a plane and I realized, so something about me that's like unironic that I fucking absolutely love to my, like, and I will defend to my dying breath is the mission impossible film series. Okay. I love every single one of those movies. I've never seen two. I can't watch two. Cause I'm like, cause if I, Phil I, Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. No, no. Phil Seymour Hoffman's in three. Oh shit. So two is a, apparently the really bad one directed okay. by John Woo or whatever. Right. So uh, like, of course yeah. I will not see that. But I was on a plane and I realized I was like, I've seen every single Mission Impossible except for two and three. I hadn't seen three at this point. And this was okay. like recently. So they had it as free, like a movie. Nice. And I watch it and Philip Seymour Hoffman's the bad guy. Best bad guy in the series. Because one, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. So he's yeah. just amazing. But he's like talking to Tom Cruise. Have you guys seen three? I haven't seen three, but because of that comedy, what was it? What was College that? humor. College, College humor. humor. I was going to say comedy humor. College humor relic, truly bad, like um, peak YouTube yeah. series. The gra- um, one of the greatest YouTube videos ever made. Yeah, College absolutely. Degrees. So it, for people who don't know what the fuck we're, we're talking, talking about. It's Hoff there's, Night. There's, wait. What was it called? It's called Hoff Night. Hoff it's like Hoff yeah. Night. It's a college humor sketch. Go look it up. It's probably eight years old oh, at this point. Yeah. It's like, like 12. It's probably. ancient. Yeah. But it's one of the best pieces of YouTube content out there. Exclusively focusing on the different characters of <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman that yeah. he's portrayed in these movies. One of them is in Mission Impossible 3. I have not seen it, but I did go watch every clip <laughs> that is referenced in the College Humor video yeah. out of, of context. My favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman I haven't seen is called maybe Happiness. It's the one where he's actually a child. He's a child actor. And his father, I, I forget his name. He's in, I don't remember. But anyway, his father like is a pedophile and there's this whole scandal at about it and he's like did you did you fuck those boys like he's like yes son i fucked your friends oh my god and then philip seymour hoffman's like would you fuck me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the whole like um the whole where he's like phones like the first clip where he's like 
I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you so hard. I'm gonna fuck him. That's from that movie. I'm that's from mid. Well, the, the same movie I'm talking about. He's an adult. At like so, so there's the, there's there's a in the Mission Impossible. He goes, I'm going to hurt you. He's like, I'm going to hurt her. On tax inventory list. You have a, a wife, girlfriend. Because you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to find her. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. Yes. I'm going to hurt you and I'm going to hurt her. And I'm going to hurt her in front of you. And I'm going to hurt you in front of her. And then I'm going to kill you right in front of her. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so like it's, Tom it's Cruise so is tied up. It's so creepy. Yeah. Like it feels like Muhammad is such a. He's like, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking hurt her. I'm gonna hurt her in front of you. I'm gonna find her. And he's like, I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna find her. And I'm gonna find you. And I'm gonna hurt her. <laughs> it's so fucking good. But yeah. Uh, anyway, Twitter, Twitter discourse. Wow. <laughs> <it took> a- <laughs> Hold on. From that sketch, which. By the way, by the way, uh, one of the guys in that sketch, Josh Rubin, uh, just had a movie he directed and starred in on Shudder that I watched that was um, uh, basically a college humor sketch uh, stretched to an hour and 30 minutes. Anyway. You got to love them. Yes. Um, any, but my favorite uh, line from that uh, skit is when and he's just I'm like, so fucking sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. Uh, I just want to touch you where you pee. <laughs> So, so that's from that. Words I'm gonna look it up uh, while you guys are talking. But uh, that's from that movie. I think it's called Happiness. That's the movie I'm talking about. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Part I'm sorry. of it takes place where Philip Seymour Hoffman is a child, but when, then he's also an adult when later the, on, and he's like a sexual deviant because uh, his dad was a pedophile. When the girl picks up the phone, and then she's just like, "Oh, hello." I'm like, "That's <laughs> that's incredible." I love like her shitty Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter discourse. So uh, this is a fun episode. We decided to do a fun one for you folks today, yeah. and for us, for our sanity. Um, it uh, the the Twitter discourse recently did bring me back from the abyss. I was like on the uh, Empire State Building, fixing to jump off. Like scrolled through Twitter and got so happy that I had to stop. So um, a bunch of bullshit. So one of the two two of the four gun right. Leftists, so there's gun girls, right? We have for the left. Now, apparently. Yeah. Uh, who have been self-anointed. Who thought um, uh, at Elon OnlyFans, he said something along the lines of like, these are actually the most annoying people. Yes. And he went like viral because people were like, look at this misogynist saying like, these people are annoying. And, and then I'm they like, revealed themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they're like, he's right. Like they are really Which we didn't, we didn't know at the time. At the time, it, it seemed like, okay, you know, like uh, they're just having fun on the computer, right? But then they revealed right. themselves. Yeah. At least two of them have revealed themselves as the most annoying people on the on the website. So, yeah. So, um, Merrick, whatever her name was. Which is like, uh, I, like <laughs> I know a bunch of people were saying this, but I was like, that's like Merrick Garland. That's the only other person I know with that name. So anytime people were just referring to her with her first name, I was like, Oof. Anyway, so Merrick and Savvy, two of the 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 cosplaying gun girl chicks on the uh, uh, on the left. Essentially, what happened was, so they go to a protest, and okay, first off, apparently they're playing at being medics. Like they're like we're we're a medic for the protest or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is fucking 
if if a e girl comes up to me and tries to apply a tourniquet, I'm decking her in the fucking face. Yeah, like like, like fucking no cap, just like knocking her the fuck out. Because it because uh, she will kill me. Yes, <laughs> like, I would literally die under her care. Yeah, no, and a tourniquet is like not the first uh, line of uh, like it's not your first. Regardless of uh, anything, so, a tourniquet is not the first thing to go. With, so but. they're being they're they're cosplaying as like medics, and they go to this protest. And apparently, what happens was, um, and I saw Merrick's response or whatever because I don't follow either of them because they're annoying. No. But uh, uh, apparently, what happened was the savvy chick was like, her I don't know her at, but it's savvy. She was like. Uh, it's really annoying that Merrick is talking about consent because this all started with her doing a thing of like, well, sex work exists under communism. Yes. Yes. I forgot yes. about this part. Yeah. So she says sex work will exi- sex work. Won't it's bold of you to say sex work won't exist under communism. It would be like sexual mutual aid. Whereas like people will, like, I guess like line up who are uggos and people will like have sex with them. Like the non-desirable it's kind of like the left like a leftist way to talk about government mandated girlfriends. Like, no, 100%. It's very, it feels like that where you like, I had, I've had this conversation with like, you know, my girlfriend about like this idea that sex is a biological necessity or it's, a, it's something that people need in their day-to-day lives and how that could be used to justify like something like government mandated girlfriends where you go uh, just like healthcare sex is, is, is a right so i have a right to it um just well, like it, it's like i mean it, there's a thing like and I'll, I'll say this there's like a uh obviously like it's not you know it, like you don't have to have sex with anybody who you don't want to have sex with that's fucking ridiculous it's a ridiculous notion anyway, but like also it, it takes into, it takes, it takes out of consideration the fact that like our quote unquote, like sexual marketplace, whatever will look the same under communism yeah, yeah, which it because like, I mean, the thing is like the, the sexual, I, again, I like hate that I, I keep saying this, but like I, I wrote a, a whole research paper on it, like the sexual marketplace mimics like a capitalist marketplace and that yeah. like traits that you find desirable, like, like it's, it's like fucking, I think it's like 80 or 90% of women go after like 10% of guys. Like it's, it's kind of like this, and it, it, it leads into this like alpha beta bullshit, which isn't yes. true. I know it's not true, but like it leads into this type of discourse, right? There's but, a monopoly on sex. Yeah. And it's like, um, there's, uh, hypergamy right there's like a lot like monogamy is getting like becoming less and less a thing and hypergamy is becoming a thing but like it only quickly define hypergamy hypergamy is having sex with multiple partners it's It's not it's not it's it's not polygamy polygamy is i have sex with multiple partners like at at the the same same time time, yeah whereas hypergamy is like you are hypersexualized it's it's hookup culture yes it's it's hookup culture so that's that's tends to go is what happening but but what's happening is like fewer statistically speaking fewer people are having sex but the people who are having sex are having a lot more of it with each other yes so one percent 
Yeah. <laughs> Sucking my cock. The yeah. American people are tired of of this, uh, whatever. Fuck, I'm, <laughs> I'm firing on no cylinders today. <laughs> it's I, okay. I, I start with, I have three fourths of an idea and I, and I can't bring it home. It's well, fine. If you were a nuclear reactor, you'd be fucking Chernobyl right now because all the no, ones are tr- shooting through you. Chernobyl like. <laughs> exploded at the very least. So, I have a done dick. Um, <laughs> anyway, so long story long. Yeah, it's it's it, one. It's brave of you to say under communism, like communism's coming. Uh, two, it's 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 bold of you to say that uh, our sexual uh, interactions would be the exact same, which they clearly would not. But also, so anyway, she's talking about this, like about consent, right? And Savvy goes like, "Oh, I don't like her talking about consent because she had sex with a guy." In a hotel room that we were sharing. Yeah, right. As like, part of the protest. Not in a, a room, a bed. Apparently they were in the same bed. Well, no. she, Her, Merrick, and whatever were in a different bed, like next to Savvy and this other person who were asleep. Okay. Regardless. They were in the same room. Same, okay, room. same room. You're same hearing room. all the ball slapping. Right. So she's saying that this person's having sex. So Merrick comes on and then she's like, she gives a fucking like seven tweet thread. And trust me, I read all of it. It's fucking <laughs> so entertaining. I saw the, what I saw was that it was, it had the similar cadence to when uh, Shane Dawson had to, the like, cat. Tweet, the, like, I didn't fuck my cat. I didn't yes. put my balls on my cat. I didn't so, rub my semen on my cat. So Merrick essentially was like, we didn't have sex. We were like kissing and whatever. Like grinding. So she says, I think I thought that Savvy was asleep or whatever. <laughs> she was like laying down. So we yeah. start like touching each other in the covers. There was no like sucking of the dick. There was no like eating of the fucking pussy or whatever. There was no like, you know, yeah. any of that shit. And she was like, it was just a lot of touching and kissing or whatever. And then. I see Savvy get up and walk away and she gets on her phone and I'm like, well, fuck. And so she's like, I stop, whatever. Right. And, but, but my favorite part of the entire thing. And she's like, I didn't have sex with this guy. Like Savvy was overreacting. Like I, it sucks so that she feels that way. I did or did not. Did not have, I did okay. not have sex with that guy. Yeah. She's, she's pulling up Bill Clinton and, and is arguing. Right. Yes. She did not have sex. Which is like fine if you did. Like that's something it's like, that's cool. Whatever. It's- yeah, anyway, continue. <clears throat> well, uh, it's the, like everyone's yeah. had roommates at one point in time. Well, the thing is, right, is that this other Savvy girl was like, America knows that we have trauma from it's, past. Yeah, so things. so hearing sexual sounds gives me like trauma, like anxiety yeah. or whatever, right? So that's kind of, yeah, so that's her whole thing. That's why she didn't like it, <clears throat> which is ridiculous. And she says, so, so my favorite part about this is she does the female equivalent of I am on the spectrum, which is I'm currently going through a divorce. Wait, who's, oh, she's going through a divorce? <laughs> yeah. And that's why she didn't like it? No. Merrick is the girl that was like having sex. Oh, okay. And she's like, yes. I'm currently going through a divorce, which is, again, the female so version of her I'm on the spectrum. So she's saying in her defense, I'm going through divorce, so I need some a, a good dick down. And, and I need, you know, I need a dick in my ass or whatever. Yeah. So like that's that's her. She's I, married. Yeah, just going through a divorce It is again. It's the female equivalent of on the spectrum. It's like, okay, first of all, I did say the N word, but I'm on the spectrum. Right. So which is great. Um, And then also it is is great, which is awesome. But going continuing on, it's great that it's entertaining. Yes. Um, And the best part about this, though, is like the memes that come out. 
My favorite one, and this is just make me so happy. You can hear it in my voice. I'm smiling like the fucking Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit twisted. Uh, <laughs> I'm twisted. <laughs> but uh, it was a, it was the. Oh, there's someone that you didn't ask, right? <laughs> it was, it was the, the man, the woman, it's like, I consent. I consent. And then it showed stabbing. It's like, I do not consent. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you didn't ask my consent for it to be in the <laughs> room sexually while you fucked. It's yeah, like, she, the merit chick, paid for the hotel room. That's the reason they were yes. in the same hotel room. So, 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 so deal with it. She has paid for the space. She will use it as she sees fit. So we've seen we've seen the evidence. So Merrick, <laughs> who has provided the house, yes, has then had s- s- sexual relations of some sort with a man. Yes, and which is disgusting. Savvy was in the other bed, correct? Yeah. Correct. Who took offense to this so much so this had to become Twitter discourse. Right. Yes. It couldn't have been resolved in a friendly <laughs> communication. <laughs> well, like, she, oh, she brought that up. She, she, someone was like, did you not resolve this in like in a personal thing? And she was like, me and this other person brought it up multiple times and she just won't listen. She is like, <laughs> she said that she was a medic, but she didn't know how to apply a tourniquet and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the fuck is going <laughs> that's not the question <laughs> answer the question yeah um no that, that's <laughs> I mean, incredible the, i do not consent bullshit was so fucking funny just like the idea that this girl is so like i've had like trauma that like triggers when i hear like this fucking only fans like gun girl yeah being like that's what's so fucking funny. Wait, Sammy has OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. they all so, of them fucking. Ah, which like no no problem. Like that's yeah. Hey, like, no, it's, hey, it's, it's no just fucking saying, problem. Like, in, if operating in this realm, right, yeah. It's saying like it's it's a bit it's a bit funny. Like the it isn't quite like it doesn't actually, line up. Something's wrong. Up. Yeah. That's yeah. like it's like a fucking it's which, a square like, peg in a here's the thing. It's if your thing is uh you're a nasty hoe, you fucked a guy in the same room as me. I feel like, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, you could be like, it's untoward. It's like gross. I don't want to, I don't want to be in the same room as you fucking someone. That's fine. It's just leading in with that, trying to make it not about your personal, like, and you're like, well, as someone who talks about consent and trauma, um, you should know better. It's like, honey, just call her a nasty hoe and move on. It's almost as if. She had the self-awareness to realize if I just straight up say this on Twitter, it's just me. I'm going to look, I'm gonna look petty. Exactly. So I have to come up with reasons why I have to make it discourse. She felt yes. aggrieved and was like, I'm basically autistic. <laughs> and so people having well, what? sex near me makes me trick. <laughs> and yeah. what's going to happen? I mean, like the, 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 I, I never play it. Like I'm never like, look at my gun aesthetic, revolutionary aesthetic communist shit right i'm not like the revolution like i'm gonna be the part of the vanguard or whatever but like imagine like being like that right saying like oh gun girl like us two like in a fucking soviet flag with a gun or whatever and then and, like having like, this only fans and then be like oh, i can't handle people having sex next to me like what are you yeah. gonna do in the revolution that's, like, yeah. that's one of the problems with twitter is it like people see themselves with this Everybody's the 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 main character. The Joker. There. Everybody's the Everybody, Joker. <laughs> everybody's, no, everybody's the main character. It's like Savvy in her mind is, is like the main, the main character of revolutionary Twitter. Revolutionary hero. She's know. gonna save us all, but she can't handle the slight grievance that, she, regardless of how you feel, yes, it was rude, like uh, inconsiderate. 
but this could have been resolved in like yes. a quick conversation. Literally, if, go to the bathroom. If like, you oh don't like her, don't hang out with her and don't get her to pay for your hotel room. Exactly. Or, or uh, pay for your own goddamn hotel room. Here's an idea: grow the fuck up and like be fine with people like having sex in your room. Like it, it can be. Yes, again, like you can go. Hey, I'm not cool with that. Whatever. Like, hey, guess what? You know what's really cool about this? You got two fucking legs that work. Walk the fuck out. So, <laughs> you know? so if I were in that situation. I would have been offended as well, but not for the same reasons. I would have been offended. I didn't get an invite. Exactly. I didn't get invited. You yeah. guys were fucking. I'm in the room. I'm a third party. Yeah. We could have got a Eiffel Tower going on. We could have got some crazy oh, shit oh, going. So you guys could have sex in the same room, but I can't jerk off to it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> fucking Louis C.K. over there. <laughs> yeah, so that... All of that happened, which was great. But then, which saved Matt's life. So it saved thank you, Savvy, for then, posting that. Then, then there was something that made yes. me ecstatic, which is, um, of course, it's always funny when there's elder abuse involved. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Listen, there's grandma's, this girl, Grandma and grandpas need dick, yeah. too. There's this girl that I've never fucking heard of before. Mm, never life. heard of her. No one's but ever heard of the her. The thing is, she's been doing this for months. Like So, like, yeah. 19 years old, right? Yes. Tweets this picture out, busted, and I'm like, "Oh, this girl like is at a, a wedding, and this is her like father, or her grandfather, like yes. whatever." No, what happens is, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you in the order that it was discovered. So That's it's not chronological. Perfect way to tell it. That's yes. the perfect way to tell it. So, turns out that this girl, 19 years old, marries this 89 year old. Right, 89, 90 year old, right? This guy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, um, it's weird. You know, I, I literally, like, before I found out anything, I was like, that's pretty good commitment to the bit. I like it. Right. And then everyone starts, everyone starts talking about, oh, well, uh, she's marrying him for the money. Right. Okay. She's the gold digger. We've seen this is nothing new. Right. Nothing Kanye new. was trying to warn us about these hoes. But, yeah. and the thing is, you go, uh, okay, well, that's like a stereotype, right, or whatever. But like, I can believe it because she's like nineteen-year-old attractive chick who's marrying He's this gonna like die in a few years, and she's gonna be wealthy. Die in a year, uh, probably. Okay, so you find out this, and then, but also there start being screen caps of shit that she said before. Yes. she's posted on the TL and in DMs before talking about. How this guy, she says, oh, my God. I think his name's Lee. Lee. She's like, oh, my God. Lee has so much money. Jesus fucking Christ. I've literally been homeless before. Yes. And you go. Okay. Okay. All right. That's that's one. Really really digging in there for the gold digger bit. Couple of things. (laughs) Um, And then she's like, then she's defending herself going, I didn't marry him for the money because he's got a. A fund set up for like his children or grandchildren or something, right? Probably his grandchildren. And um, you're like, okay. And she's like, so I literally will not receive a penny when he dies. And you're like, all right. Then there's photos, or there's pictures, posts of her talking about how she's trying to find a lawyer to get like this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Then there's pictures of people telling her sis, jokingly, telling her sis, secure the bag, right? Like, let's, yes. let's, let's, let's pause here. Let's just soak it in. Right. Because okay. we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So, you know, gold digger. Okay. Uh, gold digger, defend yourself. Not a good look. Uh, sus, but 
again, not like nothing we haven't seen before. Nothing astounding. Yeah. Could just be another, you know, funny coincidence or which I, I always say, um, hate the game, not the player. But we also might have to hate the player here. Yeah, leaving up, there's facts that were not made aware at the time, (laughs) but have come to light. So, okay. So it turns out that this guy has dementia. Severe dementia. So she's like, you don't, she's defending herself. And this person's like, doesn't this guy have dementia? And she's like, you don't understand how dementia works. Most of the time, he just doesn't know what month it is. And then they're like, has he ever called you a different name? And she's like, he called me like Gila or something, which was his dead wife. Right. Yes. Who his yes, his wife died in a car accident. Yes. In like a weird ass car accident. So you see this. Okay. So let's just okay. So she's gold digging, right? This 89-year-old man, 19. Yes. Who has dementia, who she admits has dementia. Turns out, here's the kicker. She's his fucking nurse at the the senior assisted living home that she works at, that he's at. She was his nurse for months, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's like, oh my God. And then like, it gets even better. Like you find out that she's like his nurse making like shit money People telling her to secure the bag. Her constantly talking about how rich this old guy is. Yes. Being like, this is the happiest day of my life. And the picture of like him and her together laughing maniacally. (laughs) And then, oh my God, you just go, this person is a shitty fucking human being. She is straight up taking advantage of her patient who is a dementia riddled old man. Right. But then this is what's incredible. And this is what's so fucking funny about it. One of the guys on Twitter who found this, his mother was the director at that nursing home. Yes. And they started like doing an independent investigation. Because he was like sending her stuff. He was like, do you know anything about this? This Yeah. kind of weird. And she was like, this is unethical. It's unacceptable. And something needs to be done. And then so all of this culminates in like. (laughs) this bitch caused like all these assisted senior living homes to being like, we're having meetings now to discuss like relationships with these old ass people. And then this bitch deletes her account because that she got caught. (laughs) Like, so she's gone. She's gone. Account gone, deleted off Twitter. There's always archives. And then the thing, the, the most beautiful mm, chef kiss fucking oh mama me it's a fucking spicy and meet the ball and this entire story is that she broadcasted all of this on the TL yeah <laughs> all of it for months too it was all there the receipts everything yeah and there was this girl that like posted a screenshot of her like talking to her being like I was joking when I said secure the bag I didn't think this bitch would actually marry this dementia addled and then she's saying stuff like I love him oh my god and then uh, again before she deactivated there was things where she was she loved it because she said the best part about having like an 89 year old husband was that he he ate her pussy for For two two hours. hours yeah 
She said he probably forgot what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, I should start over again. He probably was- and she also said that I've never gargled balls before until this. <laughs> she probably <laughs> he, he probably thought he was being attacked by a moray eel or something. Like, yeah. you know, flashback to the Navy in the forties. Like, <laughs> just fuck, just him, like 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 not even eating her pussy, just like playing parcheesy next to her pussy. Yeah, it's like he's he, like. He went downstairs on me, which means he literally just fell down the stairs. <laughs> Weren't there people on that specific post about, oh, he went down on two hours? Like, all these men go down for like two seconds and think it's fine. They rub the clit for half a second. It's yeah. like, bitch, he has dementia. Like, <laughs> we're ignoring the facts. Like all most men aren't riddled. He doesn't dementia. know who that bitch is. He's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. For all these ironic sycophants, there were probably some unironic sycophants like being like, yes, yes, yeah, take his money, do it. <laughs> Suck the last remaining life out of him. Yes. This is feminist. Yeah. Feminism as his finest. It's like that. Uh, it's like Adam Freeland's tweet where it's like, a uh, girl does some sociopathic, some, some so- yeah, psychopathic shit, and her gays actually work. Or, it's like yeah. girl work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a great thing. I I uh, I didn't know this because I listened to both both Red Scare and like Come Town, right? Yes. Uh, and Dasha like admitted on fucking Red Scare that she cheated on Adam, which is again like we're, yeah. we're just going through tea. It's like great, yep. yeah. She just completely Delicious. admitted. And then also she had that tweet that was really funny. That was like, I think Adam destroyed my cervix. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is <laughs> admirable, admirable, but also impossible. I think I, I do think it's uh, indestructible. I do think um, there was also a tweet recently that was talking about how like this guy who listens to come town was like, this is so fuck. It's so lame that these three get pussy or whatever, like Adam and Stav. And I was thinking yeah. about it and I was like, no, the reason Stav gets pussy is because people are like, this is funny. Like, yeah, is- yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, uh, it's like, Oh, I mean like Nick yeah. said it before. He's like, stop. There's no way that you'd be getting pussy. If you weren't like a fucking famous podcast or a comedian. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like it's a lot of women take, uh, do a bit as in, Oh, what if I fuck this like disgusting this eighty nine year old dementia <laughs> ass motherfucker? Well, yeah. well, the thing is, like again, like the the funniest part about it, like it's it's sad that that's that he's going through that. Uh, whatever, he's an old guy, whatever. You know, it's really yeah. it is really sad, like that he's going through that. But also, it's so fucking funny because the again the commitment to the bit is hilarious. Just like she's just like yeah. fuck it, let's go marry this old man, steal all of his money. Like and she almost got away with fucking again. Broad women broadcasting the L on the timeline. Just yes. like if she didn't broadcast her L, she would have fucking. It was <laughs> it was something. It was like the it was a, a picture of um the Scooby Gang. Yeah. Right, and it was like all of Twitter. And it's like, I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for me posting shit on Twitter. Exactly. You know who the real winner of this whole situation is? The fucking dude. He's getting his balls sucked. His dick sucked. (laughs) Eating pussy. Like, living out his days. These aren't... aren't, He's not fucking old women. He's fucking the young... The young cattle that's coming through there. Well, I mean, young again, cattle. <laughs> again, there's something. Again, there's something like it's so funny that like, uh, right? She, she she as a like a young like in a precarious situation female or whatever. She kind of sees that like her way to get like instant riches is to like bone this like because like there's I mean 
listen, true love probably fucking exists or whatever, right? But, like, there's no way this 19-year-old, like, pretty, like, pretty chick is going to, like, be banging this, like, 89-year-old If it wasn't If it wasn't for, like, she can take advantage of him and steal his money. In pursuance of an eventual payout. It's similar to, again, like, like these podcasters or these famous podcasters. Like, there's no way that Stav would be boning women if he wasn't, like, a fucking famous podcaster slash comedian. Yeah. Like, he could have the best personality in the fucking world, but these 10 out of 10 fucking Glamazon bitches are not going to be fucking him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, he would. He might still get women. It's just the stock would be lower, you know. Just yeah, like yeah. the status, like status raises that up or whatever. Right. Yeah, and they kind of see that as like a, a not even like it doesn't even have to be like so, so overt as like this is like a. It, it could just be I fucked a famous podcaster guy. Right. Like yeah, he's yeah. I mean that. Well, that's why, that's basically how Adam gets pussy. He's just like I'm from Cumtown, you know. So like, yeah. I mean that's that's how he fucked that Witten kitten girl. Which oh oh what was it? Someone combined um because that that picture yes, of that picture of her yeah. Yeah. in Adam's mirror yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> the mirror yeah which is like it took me a little while to remember that then like just from the dredges of my mind like that picture I was like God that mirror is familiar and it's like yeah this shit did, just sticks in in your brain okay so since we're on Twitter and stuff did you guys also see um how how are we on time huh? eight minutes. Eight minutes. We can we can we can go for another oh, eight minutes. Oh, I was oh, gonna okay. say okay, a quick rundown then I guess. Uh, uh, on Twitter, it was um, that picture of the Amy Coney Barrett hearing, and then it was that guy who was taking a picture like of her ass, her <laughs> ass, dude, which is like glorious, which is like <laughs> nice. I, I I was like, ooh, damn. she's thick, damn, for a white woman. Also, yeah, it, it is kind of, like, again, like last episode, it's really weird that we all fucked her. Like, I, I was watching, yeah. I, I do think that the, the the confirmation hearing was just to trot her out to make sure that she was hot. And then it was, like, solidified, you know. I don't want to, like, I, I, I have to admit that, like. It's not an endorsement. Not an endorsement. But, um, so she has those kids from Haiti. They're actually not from Haiti. They're my children. Um, <laughs> they are my seed. And I've got some ancestors way, way back that have just, yeah. So that is um, really funny. Like the picture of her, like her perfect, beautiful white family with like two Haitian. And she's like, I wept with them over George Floyd. And it's like, you wept. You, uh, I don't think you were crying for the same reasons that they were, <laughs> but <laughs> let's move past that. Uh, Andrew Jackson had a, a, a native child that he wrote, uh, that he raised. So. Um, yeah, it's not a shield against any accusations, though. She yeah, will use it as also such. Uh, again. Funny thing. Okay, so run through. We're gonna run through some news. Ready? Uh, Amy Coney Barrett caked up, uh, hot confirmation hearing. Um, one of the senators, Senator Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, was like, who? "Oh, it's so impressive that like uh, as a person who's going to be a member of the Supreme Court knows laws." But then also right after that, they ask uh, Amy Coney Barrett. The fucking five freedoms that are protected in the First Amendment, and she named four of them and couldn't remember the. She's like she like all her all her shit so far has been her just being like, no, I don't have any notes. I'm looking at I this this confirmation, like which is like oh, oh so funny so quirky. It's like no, it's because this is a slam dunk. Why does she have to refer to anything? Why does she have to prove any knowledge? It's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you chuckle fucks. It's like, honestly, at a certain point, it's like, yeah, Diane Feinstein just waddles up there 
And, you know, she's not currently being taken advantage of by a 19 year old, but she should. Um, And just goes like, do you want to babysit my grandkids? Um, And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They could ask her whatever they want. It's going to go through. anyway. There's there's very little difference between this SCOTUS hearing that's being televised and and the debates like like uh, with the SCOTUS hearing. The public doesn't get to vote. It doesn't matter what we see on mm-hmm. TV. This mm-hmm. is that yeah. it's it's been and decided. Democrats any saying that. any speculation, any speculation that something crazy might happen, something weird might happen. It's like no, this is done. This is all just um, pomp and circumstance. And it's like it, it, sure, at the very least, what you would want is again this is the apocalypse scenario here's the woman who's going to replace rbg the one thing you've been able to harp on about for all this time Mm -hmm. and you expect like yes it doesn't matter but the very like them to come out and like like whatever chris murphy comes out there in full joker makeup and it just like fucking screams at her but no like what we get is like some people you know like what do you think about climate change you know and she's just like also her like her like whole thing of being an originalist is like, like basically like, Oh, um, I don't have to think about anything because it's already been thought for me. I'm a smart lawyer. Um, I just literally, which is like also it's bullshit bullshit. Uh, cause there's so many things that she'll rule on that have not been in the constitution cause they weren't conceived of back in 17 fucking 87. So, um, yeah, this whole, this, it, it's basically like a thing to cling to like, Oh, you can't get mad at me. I'm just doing what the founding fathers would have done. You love them. Don't you? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Not changing your thinking or interpretation of something for 300 years is, is cool. A, originalist is such a stupid thing because like, uh, I think Ted pointed it out perfectly. He said that, uh, um, as an originalist is to believe like completely an authorial intent. And like, we've already moved past like believing an authorial intent, right? Like we've, yeah. we, we've kind of, we, you, whether where you fall on death of the author is one thing, but like we've, as like a society, like as a, a critique of like any type of document, we've kind of moved past. Like it, once you put a document out there, it is up for interpretation. Right. Um, and and uh, to, to add to that, the, the idea of like, there's an originality to the constitution that, there's a certain, there's a one specific view towards law that I'm going to interpret. It's, it's, it's still an interpretation. Well, no, it's but, not. It's, but, it's the it's original. Then oh, don't believe in the, yeah. don't believe but, in the amendment. But also, I was going to say amendments, like the founding fathers put in place a, a way a to admit way the constitution. to change yeah. things through quote democratic democratically, yes. which is a farce. Um, and so it's it's again it's like it's political theater for political political theater's sake. There's no point to it. Yeah, and then all the Democrats like Kamala Harris and Klobuchar and shit. Those are the only two I saw that were like Booker. Um, Booker. They were like, um, I think that um, I think that uh, you should uh, think about the American people and like their right about the Supreme Court. It's like the, I, I literally looked at that on CNN like while I was making coffee today, and I was like. We don't have any right to choose right. anything nope. about the Supreme Court. Like, if you're talking about like democracy, the Supreme Court is the le- I was like appointed for life. Yes, I was like that's the most undemocratic thing in like American. There's a lot of undemocratic shit in American society, but like one of the like most undemocratic things is Supreme Court justice appointees who can overturn things. Who yeah. can? Oh, you voted overwhelmingly for something. 
well, it's being kicked up to us. You know, one like like a Coke brother psychopath has challenged this. It's kicked up to us. Oh, we happen to have six Coke brother psychopaths on this court. So fuck you. It's over. Yeah, democracy, bitch. And we know that the Democrats are just going to lay down and let this run through, which they honestly, even if they, f- quote, fought it, wouldn't have a choice because the Republicans have a majority. I mean, the they're like, there are things to call upon and finagle with that could, at the very least, frustrate the process, but they're not interested in doing No, well, they're not. I mean, the Democrats aren't interested in doing anything. I mean, when you have fucking Nancy Pelosi on Wolf Blitzer screaming or fucking... I don't want... I don't, let's get to that right after we conclude the Amy Comey Barrett, because I think that's a great fucking bit. Yes. But, um, but, but what I was going to say is Cory Booker, and, and you kind of mentioned this with the other Democrats who like, this is our chance to get some zingers in that the people watching at home are like, wow, these guys, they know what they're talking about. They're really showing the Republicans, you know, they're fighting for us. Um, Cory Booker's like, Amy, are you... <laughs> Do you like white supremacy? And she's like, no, because she's not Trump. She's not going to say, like, stand back and stand by. Yeah. Um, she's just like, no. And he's like, oh, well, good, good. <laughs> and it's just like, Corey Booker, she's like a, you're like such a, a fucked up constitutional papist. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Like, she, she's so, like, the thing is, the Democrats are trying to figure her out. And there's like nothing to figure out. You automatically know all of her views. There's no, like, dunking you can do. Yeah. She's just she's already in. And and what I was gonna say, my my point about that was that um, it's happened to me. The alcohol is just draining the brain cells. Yeah. What was it? Oh, the only reason that this theater is happening is because it trumps appointee. Yeah. Yeah. There ideologically might be some nuances to it, but if this were any other, if this were George Bush. Putting Amy Comey Barrett in, Democrats would not budge. It's more about Trump putting her in there than anything else, like every other political move. And and this is just the Democrats thing is this bad orange man bad yeah. because this is Trump's decision. We don't like Trump making decisions. We prefer genocidal maniac George Bush yes, to right. make decisions. It's being like the Lincoln pro- like Exactly the Lincoln like pro- what yeah. Pelosi is doing. With orange man bad syndrome. Yeah, like Pelosi, essentially, like all, I mean, all the Democrats are essentially like, they have Trump derangement syndrome. They're so fucked up on like Trump is the, the antichrist or whatever. Get well soon though. Um, but he's, the, he's, yeah. he is worse than Hitler uh, and we have to stop him no matter the cost. So we're going to put a, a good retard to fight the bad retard. Um, but the thing about it is like, uh, you know, they, they, they say, oh, well, we need to have the Supreme Court nomination that's for the people even though the supreme court nominations have never been uh voiced by the people but also like i mean trump like trump's like hey you know what a stimulus bill comes across my desk signed getting in american hands tomorrow right which uh, it, it is it's he wants to win the election so if he sends out another stimulus he's gonna look good but like pelosi and the democrats are like um no like we're not going to do a stimulus because like um because mm-hmm. trump mean and we don't want trump to win uh Meanwhile, like, look on fucking r slash unemployment on Reddit. People are like, yeah, I've had to, you know, move back in with my parents. Me and my girlfriend, we're thinking about killing ourselves. Like, yeah, we've yeah. been out of work. We can't afford food. All this shit, right? Uh, which is ridiculous. Um, and then, like, Joe Biden comes out saying that Americans don't want handouts. And then yeah, I know like, Americans don't want a handout. No, we want handouts. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're not getting a stimulus ever. 
Yeah, yeah. no, we want him But like office. the thing is, like Nancy Pelosi is so stupid that she'll go on Wolf Blitzer and being like, "Oh, I know. Like I know what like Americans are suffering. Like I, I talked to them." Wolf Blitzer's like, "Well, no, you don't." But I talked to them. You know, like I talked to them, and they're they're suffering, and like you know, you need to kind of do a stimulus or something to help them out. And then she's just like freaking the fuck out, and like. CNN, like Wolf Blitzer and then CNN, like as an apparatus is the most like, is the most like for liberalism and for like Nancy Pelosi Democrats. Yes. That, and that like, if she can't handle that, like. It's like Ben Shapiro going on that like. ONN. Crusty. <laughs> no, it's like when he went on that crusty old ass conservative guys thing. On BBC. And he just yeah. like he pushed back on Ben the slightest, and Ben was like, "You're a communist. You're a communist." Yeah, he's you know? like, "Oh, you're you're a leftist. You're a liberal." Blah blah. And he was just like, "It's like this he's is like, this if you think is, of like how yeah. ridiculous that statement is, Ben, because yeah. he's like a super right wing figure in in England." Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's it. Like Nancy Pelosi got her fucking. She got her feelings hurt. Um, and it, like while while people are starving and losing jobs and and, and all this shit, but like and, Americans and, don't want a handout. And what what's worse is that Andrew Yang called her Nancy. <laughs> Which, as we all know, is sexist to call a woman by her name. Yeah, it wasn't it been, Madam Speaker. It would have been better if, if a Yang came out. This crusty old old hag isn't doing what we want. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just it's. Uh, I mean, Democrats obviously don't care about people. Like, I mean, it's 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 very, um, you know, it's very uh, clear, especially now. Like, it's always been clear, but it's very clear now. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's it's disgusting when you realize, like, say what you want about CNN, say what you want about Wolf, but he's just asking a legitimate question that's on a lot of people's minds, like, when that when is that money going to show up? And Nancy's like, yeah, soon, any day now. And and doing the same thing Trump says was like, any day now, we'll get a vaccine. And she's like, well, if it were up to me, we'd have a stimulus yesterday, but. I won't budge on this because it'll make Trump look good and we need all the ammunition we can to keep Biden's chances up high. So reading the subtext of what she's saying is I will let this shit go until February. Like as soon as Biden gets elected and gets in office, day one Biden stimulus is going out. And it's it's that idea that like we need to wait until after Biden definitely wins. It's like we need to wait to appoint a Supreme Court nominee. Uh, before Biden definitely wins, we need to wait for the stimulus. Like we have to wait on his like. Is he going to expand the courts? Like find out. Like next. Like which he fun. said unequivocally, no, no. Well, he times. said you'll find you'll out. find out when I get during elected. the debates. But he said no other. Times. Since then, he said uh, him and Kamala have both kind of just been like, well, you'll find out after. Which is no. Which is which is no. no I agree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. what we've found is the definite yes is fracking. They'll keep fracking. Hell yes. Because yeah, my like, my papa has been fat fracking for years. And that's ago. the thing. Like you know, I I really am a single issue voter, and that issue is fracking. Like I that's as a as it's a, a no brainer as a fucking god fearing American. Like fracking is the one one thing that's on the table. That I'm really afraid that if if Trump gets reelected, he's I'm afraid Trump's going to ban fracking. So so I'm going to vote, uh, even though we need to listen to scientists, you know, uh, listen to and scientists believe and, in and believe in climate change and listen to the experts like Biden says, uh, wear the mask, be a fucking libtard cuck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wear the mask, pee sitting down, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just shove a fucking dildo up your ass. 
be a libtard fucking cuck. And then Bi- but Biden says all this shit, and then it's like, but fracking is cool. Yeah. You know, let's just drill that fucking hole right through the polar bear skull. Yeah, get that fucking oil. Yeah, uh, my opponent, Miss Harris, wants to ban fracking. And then she's just like, no, we will never ban fracking. Fracking now, fracking forever. I, I My kids will frack. <laughs> my grandkids will. And then, well, no one after that will because we'll all be dead. But, you know, the next two generations definitely will. We already, we already knew it, but isn't it a little early, Kamala, to be showing all your cards? Yeah. yeah. That you're really I, not going to change anything or do anything. I had one last thing that I wanted to talk about really quickly before we go. Um, and because I know we won't talk about it next podcast. But uh, so um, Virgil, Texas and Brianna Greyjoy's fucking uh, Blade Runner movie review podcast. Yeah. yeah. Bad Faith <laughs> podcast. Right? Yeah. Uh, and fucking insufferable i again you've listened to it i listened to the first episode first 10 minutes of the first episode and it was insufferable they're so no one said our podcast was insufferable ever (laughs) they're such uh nerds goddamn but uh they're both idiots anyway long story long they had noam chonsky on did you guys see this yeah i again like most things on twitter i saw the fallout i didn't actually listen to them yeah i mean no one listened to it because it's paywalled or whatever but like they had noam chonsky yeah yeah they had noam chonsky on and then they were like again talk about taking advantage of an 89 year old (laughs) like 90 like 91 year old 91 year old dementia addled fucking brain and he's like we we've got Virgil was like, we got Noam Chomsky on and argued and like one or some shit. He said, uh, yeah, so so Noam Chomsky was on and, and he was essentially saying that like uh, Trump was is dangerous. He's probably one of the most dangerous political figures we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Biden, like, you know, kind of Chomsky's old thing. Do you and, want your like he, he did that? He was like, do you want your grandchildren to survive? And it's like, I'm glad I'm glad you've you've uh, laid the responsibility for my for this at my feet well and anyway. the, but also i mean the thing is like you have to realize um well one we're not having sex anymore so we don't have grandchildren uh, that's just yeah. a false fucking thing we don't have kids we don't have grandchildren we're never gonna uh our society's gonna fucking collapse before then but uh yeah i mean that, that's the thing like um um yeah, a lot of people were being like oh wow the manufacturing consent guys manufacturing consent mm-hmm. it's like th- okay if I was Chomsky, I'd ride off into the fucking sunset. I mean, there was something that Virgil said that was absolutely, I didn't tweet afterwards. That was absolutely ridiculous. I saw someone else be like, what the fuck? Someone was like, oh, yes, Chomsky, like the guy who's wrote about leftist politics forever, who's talked about it, like philosopher, linguist, whatever. And he was just like, well, podcasters are and posters are the philosopher and linguist. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's not true at all. Like podcasters yeah. are white guys who sit around talking like yes. here we go here we go yeah um philosophers are me who gets killed because i'm autistic yeah <laughs> no, not killed because i have good ideas killed because i'm so insufferable to be around yeah so insufferably was, autistic and if i was french i would be uh pedophilic and autistic yes yes yeah. but and God you would live damn. to be 102 right yeah, so anyway, long story long. Uh, yeah, leave him alone. He's an old man. <laughs> Again, yeah. I was Chomsky, just like fucking right off. We the won sunset. the argument with them. It's like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's so uh, cool. Yeah. It's like anytime, it's like the point of Chomsky isn't of, of him saying stuff like that. It's like, like 
just are like, people just now realizing that Chomsky's like kind of views have always been trash? That's the weird thing. Like if you look at Chomsky's, like a lot of his views, like you, a lot of the stuff that he came up with, it's like okay, yeah, that's cool, or whatever. But I mean, like there's so, like he's such a he's such a dis- divisive figure, not just like the Zizek divisive figure, but he's such like a weird. Everything I say is 100 percent correct and can never be, you know, questioned yeah. or whatever. I mean, like him and Foucault had that debate. But then also, I mean, there was like uh, Chomsky has this theory of language, essentially language ac- acquisition, that like language is always acquired in like the same way, blah, blah, blah. And like there can't be these like certain, I can't remember, it's like phonemes. There's these certain phonemes that like can't exist. And this linguist was like traveling around. He's like a travel writer. And he met this tribe at probably South America. I don't know where it is, somewhere. He, he, he was traveling around. He met this tribe and he, he said that like it disproves Chomsky and Chomsky's like, fuck you. Like it does yeah. disprove like, <laughs> I'll kill you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like regardless with Chomsky, it's like um, him like, okay, let's say I buy, I, I like manufacturing consent. I like all these things. And someone's like, um, well, he says to vote for Biden. So why aren't you voting for Biden? That's like, to me, it's like water off a duck's back. It's, I don't, I don't, uh, uh I don't worship Chomsky. Yes. So this thing he says, um, I don't have to engage with it. I, it rolls off my back. It does not in any way. Uh, I do not feel the need to engage with it. Um, I would not feel the need either to argue with him over it Mm -hmm. that is something he can say and i can say i'm not doing that Mm -hmm. and that is the end of it um winning an argument over this does it's it's worthless to me it doesn't do anything it's wasted breath it's content that's all it is it's content for For your podcast podcast. and um for a really shitty podcast yes also i thought it was funny because someone was like oh yes the voices of the working class and it was her and and Virgil right next to each other, and they were like wearing suits. It was like, well, like, well, yeah, like working class people. Class people have never wore a suit or can't relate to wearing a suit at any point. Um, it's like, yeah, make fun of them for being like, like, nerds. like, like dumb nerds, not like, you know, yeah. Also, There's they, other avenues yeah. to take. On yeah. Us. Anyway. Okay, so I think that's the pod, guys. I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now, seeing what's mm-hmm. going on. So. Yep. This is the vicious yep. cycle. Yeah. The, yeah. More content coming your way. Yeah. All right, guys. See you all. On to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Bye.